0: Ever since I was a little kid I wanted to skydive but in New South Wales you can't skydive until you're 18. I mean you can do your tandem skydive when you're 16 but I wasn't interested in the sissy stuff. I wanted to go flying solo Uh, but as a 17 year old uni student I couldn't afford anything like that. I I had nothing and my lovely family decided to put all their money together for my 18th birthday present and get me a skydiving course which is really cool. You do like uh, five weeks... Uh, evening sessions where they train you when you get in a harness and then you get to jump out of a plane by yourself uh, so I did the, I did the the course each week and they teach you different things they teach you like the signals you know to, when they point to your eyes it means you 've got to check your horizon and the and the position just so you know the classic position legs back, arms back, fingers back, head back, everything back and they, they give you the signal for that is when they shake you, so whenever they would train you you know you 'd be in the harness they 'd shake you and you <laughs> Like a little starfish, you know, you've got to throw everything back. So the day the jump came around, and, and I'm pretty, pretty excited, I get my gear, and they explained to me a really crucial part of this, and that is when you pull your ripcord, you actually pull it right out. It comes completely out, and you have to hold on to it because a lot of jumpers, strangely enough, in their first jump, are a little bit distracted, and they simply let go of it completely. It goes to the ground and never to be seen again. And they charge you 50 bucks for it. <laughs> As a a now 18-year-old uni student, there was no way I was paying 50 bucks for a ripcord that I was never going to see again. So I was determined to hold on to it. And I'm in the plane, and it's one of these planes where the the, the back opens down. And while the tandem uh, skydivers run out forwards, when you're going solo like me, the cool kid, you go out backwards. So I'm sitting at the back of the plane looking at everyone else who's looking back at the back of the plane, And the door starts to open. And you can see the light filter in and the blood filter out of all the faces (laughs) of the people in front of me. And it's the most relaxing thing ever to see everyone else more scared than you are. (laughs) So I step to the edge of of the plane and you hang there. And You actually hang with one foot out the back, half your foot off, your heel hanging off, hanging there. And then you jump back. And you're just in a world by yourself. Now, you do, thankfully, have an instructor who goes down right next to you but you're floating there and I'm having the time of my life and I'm checking my horizon. He's giving me the signals and then the time comes to pull the cord and I pull my ripcord and I start counting one one thousand, two one thousand and I get to two and a half and my parachute still hasn't opened. (laughs) So, at this point, I'm going to explain to you how a parachute works. It's a good time. Uh, (laughs) You pull the ripcord, and a little spring sends a mini parachute up, and that catches the air, and then the mini parachute pulls the rest of the parachute open. So, what they train you in the course is that sometimes your little mini parachute can get stuck in your own slipstream. So, you count to three, as I was doing, and then you roll sideways, and then the wind will catch it, and all is good. Unfortunately, that's not what happened with my parachute. The spring became completely jammed in the casing. My, thankful that he was there, my instructor, seeing this, and this was all in less than two and a half seconds, saw the problem, jumped onto my back, put his knee on it, and ripped open my parachute. All completely unbeknownst to me. I'm just (laughs) sitting there going, "Ah, I I feel the shake and go crashing to the ground. Oh. Anyway, so the parachute comes out. I'm happy. I'm floating down. I'm, you know, the happiest man alive. And I get down. We get back to the, to the centre, and I start taking off the gear, and he says, look, I need to explain to you what happened. Your, your parachute was busted. And it... it, oh. it, it, it <laughs> tenuous, I <leader. laughs> And strangely enough, my first reaction was, Cool. <laughs> I went skydiving, and my parachute didn't open. So I'm happy. I'm packing up my gear. I take it back to the counter, and the lady says, where's your ripcord? And I'm looking down going, no, no, I had it. And I think back, and I remember pulling my ripcord, and I remember 10,000 or whatever, 3,000 feet in the air. I was looking at it going, yes, I've got it. And I don't know what happened, so I can't produce it. So begrudgingly, I fork over the 50 bucks. I'm devastated I drive home about 300 miles an hour going like massive adrenaline rush and it's only when I get home making a cup of tea, calming down and I I think through what happened I jumped out of the plane and I looked around, I checked my horizon the time came I pulled the ripcord and I had it in my hand and then that's when my parachute didn't open and he kneeled on me and I felt him shake me thank you